Hello everyone and welcome to Showhoppers. Today we are covering The Artful Dodger Season 1, Episode 8, the finale, Untapped Potential. I am Mr. Sal, here with my co-host and former student, Kurt, and bless you, brother Kurt, you righteous man of God. Ah, we're here to take our pilgrimage for the last episode of The Artful oh, Dodger, at yeah. least for the season. And what a pilgrimage it will be. We'll have more to say about what happens after season one, if anything, later. But for now, we need to guess each other's ratings. Ratings. I don't know what to guess for you on this, Kurt. I'm so <laughs> confused. I'm so confused because I look, they, they pull it. They played the, the appropriate, we are going to give you a satisfying ending, but leave the door open for more. Although I don't know if you feel like they left the door open enough. Uh, I also know that you don't like it if it's if there's not enough bitterness to go with the sweet. And I wonder if you think there's not enough bitterness to go with the sweet here. If you think that everybody got too happy an ending, except of course for Captain Gaines. Uh, I I do I do wonder how you feel about the fact that that monks was pretty much unnecessary for this whole season. <laughs> I, I, you might be a little miffed by that, but I do think you liked. Yeah, I think you like the emotional aspect of this between Jack and Bell and Jack and Fagin uh, and even uh, Fagin and Oliver to a certain extent. Uh, I think you liked all that stuff. I think you still found a lot of entertainment value. Um, especially with uh, the priest. I think you, you found a lot of entertainment value with him. I think that you, oh man, I don't know where to go with this for you. I really don't. Hmm. Uh, I've been, I've been dreading guessing this rating. I don't have it hammered down here at all. I, I don't, I don't have anything written down for, for your ratings. It's really bad. Um, but then again, I don't have anything written down for mine either, but I, I do know mine. Uh, what the heck am I going to guess for you? I, I think you're, uh, you feel like it, there was too much closure, too happy an ending. And you're miffed about monks. I think you gave it an eight out of ten. Hmm. Uh, I think you really like Fagin in this episode, and really, that's enough for it to single-handedly care buoy this from however else you feel about the remainder of the episode. So I think at bare minimum you gave it a nine. The question I'm thinking of now is, did you like the rest of it and go up to a ten? There is the monks dilemma, but I think you're happy that they 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 left the opening for more which includes the monk stuff. And you just, I think you, you wouldn't care if this was a terrible finale, as long as they made sure that there was room for more. Much like Oliver Twist. Please, I think. please, <laughs> uh, I want some more. Yes, yes. I think you gave it a 10. I absolutely gave it a 10. I, I love the series. I love this episode so much. I don't care about monks at all. Uh, just as far as I'm concerned, he's just some guy <laughs> <laughs> like, who showed up three times in the season. It doesn't matter. Uh, much like uh, Flashbang, I guess. So. <laughs> Flashbang's pretty cool. Yeah. Flashbang's been around, yeah. But. I, I, I'm going to say this right now. I came in today for this recording. Before you started my guess, I gave it a 10, Mr. Sal. Whoa! But 
I completely forgot about monks. Entirely <laughs> forgot about monks. And Which you remind but you reminded <laughs> me of monks. And I, I went, huh, wait a second. Like you know, I'm fine with not every character having like a closed, you know, ending. That's fine. But yeah. they really did push monks like, oh, he's planning something with the monks. And then yes, there's like Fagan's plan of stealing this gold. Yeah. Well, then we don't see monks at all. And then, okay, well, maybe monks is involved in swindling him. No, doesn't look like we didn't see monks at all this episode. He's he just pissed off. Just not around. I just, <laughs> he didn't even seem like he helped with the base plan either. Like, what's the point of monks? Was he just bullying Fagan to get the, I don't, I don't understand quite. And so from you referencing monks, I've now detracted a point. And now we get to nine because <laughs> that's, this, that's a shame. Now, if there is a season two, which whatever we'll talk about at the end with, when however, whatever, I, we might learn more about monks. But I feel like they really they buried the lead with monks. I, not even I don't even know what the saying is for this. They, they he was misdirection. He didn't do anything. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's ridiculous. So like like a was a more important character than monks uh-huh. was. Yeah, flashbang a Yeah. Way more important than monks. Yeah, I, I I I get that criticism. I don't think this is the episode to punish for that. No, it is. They could have corrected it. They could have corrected it here. All all they would have had to do is like a scene with monks, right? Like just one scene with Fagin and monks and him telling him, "Oh, the gold's gone" or something, and monks is mad, and then he somehow tongues his way out of it, or just <laughs> just show me monks. All right, fine. I forgot about it. Uh, to your credit, I had forgotten taken. all about it, and I blissfully <laughs> gave this a ten. But you reminded me, so this is your fault, really. This is your fault. You created <laughs> oh, this. Crap. I was, I was gleefully happy giving it a ten because you know what? Honestly, you could argue it, it's too happy. I don't think it's too too happy. I don't, I don't think it's too happy. Yeah. So I, I, I don't feel that case. I do like. You're not wrong if something's like too sweet of an ending it's kind of a, a, a put off but Gaines dies which is i think interesting at the very least and there's still a lot of like they put jack in jail now they might not jack, hang him. jack's in jail yeah uh, they put him in jail and fagin puts a very good point at the end right of that yeah you know, as long as they don't hang him which seems like an allude to if there is a season two that he'll be now his convicted servant and he's got a pardon it's very fagin move yeah. fagin yeah. seemed so wholesome I was like, yeah i i don't normally get very emotional especially for tv shows and stuff but yeah. i almost i almost started you know, i almost had a tear that was very emotional to me when fagan gave himself up but then at the end it's like well wait a second. he's got the pardon and the bar of gold yeah 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 <laughs> so That's it looks right. like fagan's come out on top it's and the uh, the bell jack storyline stuff is pretty engaging I, I was into it sneed oh that touched my heart oh i know seriously <laughs> That, look, that, this is like I, I am head over heels for this episode. I don't care a lick about monks. He can go pound salt for all I care. It doesn't matter if monks just gave Fagan the idea or whatever. That's enough. Whatever. At this point, though, I just was enamored. I thought the Bell and Jack stuff was so compelling. I, I really, I just, I, I didn't. I don't know why I didn't see it coming because I, I should have probably seen it coming, but. It is like what a horrible situation for Jack to be in. Like it, you, you can, and several people tell him throughout the episode, you can do nothing. But then, wh- how are you going to be able to live with yourself knowing that you didn't even try? 
But if you try, you could kill her. And then how are you going to live with yourself knowing that she might have lived if you hadn't done it? Like, it it's an impossible situation. Uh, Fagan in it being in an impossible situation where he is right from the beginning of the episode, he's got to get himself out of the, out of the noose. Like that, that's priority one. He can't do anything else if he doesn't get himself out of the noose. So he's got to make this deal with Gaines, And then he spends the whole episode trying to figure out how to make it work. The governor, I thought the governor was great in this episode. Mm-hmm. Like oh, yeah, there was now. a lot to his character in this episode that wasn't there before. Just like the affection that he shows for Bell, uh, the the despair that he feels that he lost this money, he's gonna have to go back to England and resign. But he's got two women telling him, Absolutely not, you are not doing that. Uh Roddy. Roddy, yeah. Roddy, like basically telling Fagan how to get the gold so that she can give it back to the governor mm-hmm. is so cool. I, I felt like they came back to so many things that I would have been perfectly content forgetting. But they came back to them. Except and it's really great. Monks. Except for monks. Except for monks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whatever. But I'm I'm perfectly comfortable just saying monks saw that there was trouble and just took off. Uh, to save himself I, I think that's totally fine i don't know why he needed to be there in the first place that's a different story and that's why i don't think this is the episode to dock for mo- the monk situation i think that that's like maybe episode two where he first showed up i'll debate it but at any rate that. i might accept that yeah uh but all all that stuff i thought lady jane like came through big time in this episode i was not expecting that like th- to see her the struggle that she has to deal with like she she doesn't trust this doctor who's sleeping with her daughter but it's a matter of life and death for her daughter potentially or he's just pulling the wool over their eyes that's another impossible situation sneed what he said you just sent the best surgeon i've ever (laughs) known to his death it's like oh the score in this episode the music was so emotional oh my god i loved it of everything about this episode, I and and the end, I thought the end was so beautiful. I I just love, I love that Fagan does actually have affection for Dodger and is willing to put himself on the line for Dodger. I love it. I I because I always I've always pictured Fagan as having a heart and actually caring about the kids in his care. So when he does actually come through for him in the end here i just it 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 warms my heart i love it uh and he's and he's that is the bar of gold yeah well yeah there's that too and i know he's got the pardon and he's got the gold but he was still sticking his neck out for for dodger in this episode you know he he doesn't know what's going to happen if he turns himself in they could take that pardon and gold right out of his pocket they could they could have killed him with that shot yeah, to the no, head that's true no, that's very true so, he could have just given up he could have just given up the dodge and then yeah walked off with his pardon and gold i don't even yeah, see exactly the, the inside of a cell yeah so i i i love it i think it's so it was so good i this series, I'm so glad we covered it because I just had such an attachment to this series. I would love to see them do a season two. I think uh, I just signed a petition today to to, <laughs> to bring it back for season two. There's a petition that's uh, been started on change.org. Maybe we can put the link in the description to the petition to, to right. bring back bring it back for season two. Uh, and 
it's it's got I don't know it's got like over three thousand signatures right now. They set it a, they set a goal of two thousand signatures and they've gotten over three now. So I I just told you before we started recording this series, although it's been out in the United States for a couple of months now, it came out in November. It only recently and and Australia as well, but it only recently came out in the UK. It just came out this month in January. So. Well, I get. Well, we're recording this in January. We're dropping this in February, but it only came out in January in the UK. So, I think there's room for it to grow. It's got great reviews on Rotten Tomato. Great audience response on Rotten Tomatoes. It's it's like, I think it's got all the makings for being a great series with, that could have some length because I just love spending time with these characters. <laughs> so, anyway, I I could rave for hours about this episode, and I probably will. Ray, for at least an hour from this point forward. There's so much to love about this episode. Let's see what we love the most. Favorite scenes. All right, Kurt, I think I had written down here something, and you said something that kind of played into this, so I'm, I'm going to go with it. Uh, I think it's... Oh no! I guess this is not that scene, is it? Oh dang! Oh. Well, now I gotta, now I gotta, <laughs> now I gotta see if this if this is still what I want to go with because I had originally said here it's uh, Jack. Uh, he she sees the news. He ties the little uh, heartstring noose or whatever it's called. I don't know what that stuff is called. Whatever the ligature noose, uh, and it figures out that that's how he's going to be able to tie the knot. Um, and he goes and he gets Bell. He like has the guard's gun that he just ethered. He's like, got the gun to the carriage person. He brings her to the hospital, puts her on the table, starts, I mean, they kiss, he loves her. This is beautiful, it's Romeo and Juliet stuff here. And he slices into her and then the gun points at him and it's it's, uh, Captain Gaines with the governor, with uh, the governor's with Lady Jane with Sneed. She wants Sneed to take over. Uh, so that that scene. Now the problem that I'm having though is I don't think that Sneed says that line. He doesn't in that scene. He does not. So he says that later in the next scene in the surgery or the does. surgical. So I'm still going to go with with my original pick that the he first gets around the surgery table and. The crew shows up to try to intervene. Ooh, yours is a hard scene to guess. You're always a Fagin fan. I, I, I'm gonna say you, you have to pick a Fagin scene. I think you pick the. F- uh, yeah, you do have a recency bias typically. No, so come on. <laughs> so based on that, I think you pick the final scene with the uh, Jack in the cell with Fagin. Okay. Uh, I did not, but I did ah, pick a Jack and Fagin. Was, I just want to say real quick, that's not even what I wrote down. I did that just because if you did pick it, it would lead into the recency angle. <laughs> uh, well, I will say what I wrote down, which I won't get any credit for this, but was Jack Fagan and Gaines. Oh, okay. And the, with the uh, oh, the where, where, where Gaines gets shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it wasn't that one either. All right, well, so I've got it. Really, really early scene for me. I just it just stuck with me. It hit me so hard oh, when I watched I it. I think I know now. And, and I was Fagin's like, Fagin's feeling I, bad. Yeah, so, so <laughs> yeah. So, so Jack and Fagin are in this bar now. Jack has just found out that uh, 
the bell is dying right and she and that she wants him to perform surgery and that he he's been booted out of the house because he, they got caught in bed together by lady jane she kicked him out said you got to be gone by the end of the week so he's like just lamenting all of that and not noticing that fagan is deep in at least contemplation if not grief as well and so Jack, you know, I can't see how I can save her, he says. And Fagan says, I have an inkling of how that feels. And when he said mm-hmm. that, I was like, son of a gun. If they, they're killing me here. This is um, just an amazingly written scene and played so well by these two actors. Because when Fagan says, I have an inkling of how that feels, he's talking about, I can't see how to save you, Dodger. And I really want to. <laughs> and and that's, oh, I mean, that's heartbreaking. So he tries to comfort Jack by telling him that there will be other pies and that just offends Jack. But then he has this like soliloquy about losing people. And he says, there are times in this life we have to face the, less, the loss of something so precious it makes the heart clench just to think of it. And when as, as soon as you recognize that he's not talking about Belle for Jack, he's talking about Jack for himself, it just I, it kills me. Like it, it breaks my heart hearing this. Love's frail, Dodge. I don't, uh, it don't uh, last, especially not in our world. That's what gives it its pain, but it's also what gives it its shine because it's the flickering of a glim. In the flickering of a glim, it's gone. I'm sorry, Dodge, truly. And when he says, I'm sorry, Dodge, truly, again, he's not talking about he's sorry that Dodger's going to lose Bell. He's sorry about what he feels like he's going to have to do to Dodger to save his own life. And he hasn't done it yet, but he also spends so much time just thinking and trying to figure it all out in this episode that we know he's trying to figure out how to get both of them out alive and he's not seeing how to do it yet in this scene and this is the scene where he is he is essentially saying goodbye to dodger and apologizing for what he's about to do and oh my god it's it's heartbreaking it's touching it's so emotional uh and david thulis is so good it's just I, I love this scene. And there are so many scenes that I love in this episode, but this one just really stood out to me. That is a really good scene. And it is a very hard pick to pick a favorite scene. You weren't yeah. far off with the scene you picked, but uh, the, the one I did end up going with was the Gaines, Jack and Fagan scene. Okay. When, when he does, when he does do the pardon and all this other stuff, cause then I'm going, Oh my God, is this how the series ends? That Fagan really does sell him down the, the road. So they kind of <laughs> add me in the first Oh half. no. Yeah. And Gaines dying too. is kind of, I don't know. It's is it really justice that Gaines dies? As what uh, I think about it, he's not. I, I you can argue he's not a good guy, but right, he's not wrong. No, I. I mean, the he's thing about Gaines, yeah, the thing about Gaines is that I think he's a great foil. I, yeah. I hesitate to call him a villain because he really thinks that he's doing the right thing. He does. That's but, why. So so. I do. Th- I do wonder. Like it. I, that's a, that's why I have a, t- a tough time calling him a villain. But he is a good foil. He's a really good foil, probably because of that. Because you know he's kind of right, but you still kind of hate him. Yes. So, yes. You know, it's like. Uh, I mean, it's not like 
trying to think of of who in like the Breaking Bad universe would be like this because there's <laughs> got to be somebody, right? It's not Hank because Hank's too likable. Although Hank's the like Breaking the, Bad the, for me. Well, no, no, just just because I'm I'm trying to think of like series where the the protagonist is an antihero, an like antihero, and you feel yeah. Like uh, you could think this is I don't oh, know, spoiler, I know who. Dexter Dokes. You think of that? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Here's here's a great one though, although I can't remember his name. Uh, <laughs> the the cop in season one and two of Ozark. Sheriff. What's Nicks. his name? No, not Sheriff Nix. Your guy. He's your guy. Ain't no day like oh. the game day. Petty. Petty. Oh, Petty. Oh, agent you the, Petty. the agent. Yes. Okay. I thought yes. you meant the, the sheriff. Not oh, the yes. cop. Yeah. So yeah. So <laughs> Agent Petty. That's a really good example where it's like he's right. But he's such a jerk about he it. Is, you gotta yes, hate him. Yes. <laughs> Listen, so, yeah. Second watch through, I'm a lot more on Petty's team watching it. Or I know. Least, I, know. <laughs> I forgot if we both came on that consensus. But yeah, I wonder. It makes me curious about Gaines, which is because you know, he, he, you know, it's shot and killed. And normally, when characters die, they're they're a meaningful character. Like they're an important character to the story. Like Gaines has become unexpectedly, mm-hmm. by the way. Right. Right. I think he would be. Uh. I, I I I thought about it after the episode. I'm like, did he? Is it a good thing that Gaines is dead? I'm like, well, he was a little noose happy, but they later <laughs> say, I mean, even in the throne cell, who's going to be the new Gaines, right? And it's like, eh. right, yeah, somebody's coming along. You know, he's just kind of filling his role. I I don't know if he's necessarily bad at it. I mean, he picked out on Jack unnecessarily, but yeah, I guess Jack did steal the gold. <laughs> At least try yeah, to. I, mean, I don't know. And this gets that, moral quandaries and stuff, but it does. I mean, the, some of the stuff that Gaines does is objectively like immoral by our standards. Yes, by our standards. Um, I mean, like you wouldn't hang a pregnant woman. No, <laughs> like that. That, that certainly. You wouldn't. You wouldn't would hang for all the reasons this guy's going around hanging people for. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, you'll, he's, you'll, he's you'll eager hang to hang people. He's for kinda... whatever reasons I trump up for you. I guess the sadder part is when he asks Jack to save him. So I don't know if that's the sadder part, but I think it's a really interesting, ironic, and it's ironic. like it's a it's a something that I'm really glad they put in there mm-hmm. that this guy who's been trying to kill Jack the whole season now suddenly needs him and probably you know too late now realizes the value that he brings to this colony <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I, mean, I think sneed has already kind of realized it right because jack's basically saved sneed's leg and i think he's realized that he brings a lot of value to this colony and, and they they kind of need him and Gaines now i think has realized it although too late so mm-hmm Maybe even Lady Jane has realized it. Who knows? That would be a big win for, for Jack. Only time would tell. Maybe not. <laughs> we don't even know. But yeah, so the, but your scene, your favorite scene is is a great, great scene. It's, you know, Gaines brings Jack in, to, to Fagan. He demands the evidence. Fagan trades the memories for for his pardon. He makes sure to make that trade right up front. And then he he delivers his line and modifies it i love this this is there's so many callbacks in this episode and this is one of them like i always said it's all about number one and you always you were always was my number one right <laughs> so which, i mean when he says it's about number one like you can see just the hatred in jack's face and and, and i'm feeling it too i'm like son of a god they they 
they made Fagan the villain. They made him out to be just out for himself. But then when he when he extends it and says, "And you was always my number one," I was like, "Oh, that confused Fagan. me." I was like, "I was like, what do you mean?" I'm like, "You can't be telling him that, Fagan, when you're selling him down the river." <laughs> like, what, what does that mean? Yeah, I know. But then, it was cool staging too. How he just steps out of the way, and there's Red, yeah. the gun ready to go. You know, her name is Kira, and you tried to hang us both. Enjoy your hell. Which I mean, that's something. Fair, yeah, that's that's something that that's probably the last thing that back. Captain Gaines wants to hear is enjoy your hell because we know the guy goes to confession twice a day. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So the, the the guy has spent his entire life trying to make sure he avoids hell and death. So for the last thing for him to hear to be enjoy your hell from a oh. woman who he was told was dead. <laughs> yes, right. That must seem like a ghost. Con- I mean, he had suspicions. He that, did. He did. That she was alive. But anyway, yeah. And Gaines uh, pleads with Jack to save him. Uh, but the troops arrive, and then Fagan does the one noble thing he's ever done. He tells Dodge to hop it. <laughs> Which, I, 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 yeah, and it was really touching to me when he when he told him yeah. to leave. But then, yeah. I mean, I don't want to say it ruins it because it kind of just faking buys it. he has the pardon, so I was like, oh well, yeah. you got nothing to lose there, I suppose, besides the bar of gold. Yeah, but again, they they could have just killed a needless him right risk. There. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're right. It yeah. was a needless risk. I'm not trying to take it away from it. It's just. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I obviously but, it means less than if he had yes. done it knowing he doesn't have a partner anyway out. Right. He doesn't uh, have a legal issue here, but he does yeah. have a like a, a mortality issue. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. So, it was still a risk for him to go out. On yes, a it was. But it, but your your point is well taken. Like he does faganify it here, right? It looks <laughs> like he's doing something noble, but it's not as noble as you think it is. It's still yeah. noble. It's still he says it's, there's it's, still it's, level it's of the nobility. One, yeah, yeah. It's the one noble thing he's ever done, but. Yeah, it's it's oh, this is so good. Oh my god, I love this episode so much. I love this series. I'm so glad we watched this. Ugh. Anyway, all right, Kurt, I think uh, we got to we got to play a game though now. Oh no. Who said it? Kurt, I have four quotes for you. Or for inflation, inflation. When are we going to get deflation? Recently, hmm. well, we had deflation, but now we're inflating again. <laughs> so, I recently I listened to one of our past podcasts where you were dreading your nightmare was that someday I give you eight quotes. <laughs> yeah, I did about that. <laughs> are you? Are, is this is this the day? Or you got too lazy? Oh, I've only got four. four. I've only got four today. Are you going to scale up? <laughs> so, no, first quote. You ready for this? Okay, well. You awakened something dark and glorious in me. Um, You awakened dark and glorious. What the? Dark? You awakened something dark and glorious in me. I really have no idea with this one. Oh, jeez. I'm talking like the Dark Lord. Is this like Darth Vader or something? Or Anakin <laughs> turning over? I, I thought this was the easiest one. I'm sorry. This is, I, this is, this is uh, bad if this is not the easiest really? one. Really? I, I have to like glance through the scenes here. Say it one more time, please. You awakened something dark and glorious in me. 
Okay. I wonder if this is the governor and Roddy scene. Definitely not Sneed. Definitely not Lady Jane. I think Fanny would say something like that. Oh! Thank God I cycled through them. <laughs> Oliver, oh, no. I think this yeah. is Oliver and uh, Fagan. Oliver to Fagan when they're talking. It sure is. There you go. Okay. Oh, thank God. Look. The characters. <laughs> this is what I've been avoiding talking about this scene. I love that Oliver was the bad guy here. Oh my god, I love it so much. I don't even call him like that bad of a guy either. I mean, he's just trying to run his own scam. Yeah, but at the expense of Fagan and Dodger. Ah, well, yeah. Oh my god, I love that he's that he's a heel. I, he, it's so cool to me because Oliver is like throughout the book, throughout the musical, throughout this series, Oliver is nothing more than just exactly what Fagan says. What he's called. He calls him a, a wet lettuce, exactly. But he calls him even more than that in this scene. He says, uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm almost proud of you, my dear. I always thought you was a whiny, mealy flower pot of a kid with nothing in your head but snot. But I've been, I have underestimated you. So like a whiny, mealy flower pot of a kid. Like that's a great description of what Oliver kind of is throughout the course of this thing. And he's very sympathetic because you see where he's come from, you see what he's been through and it's, and it's really, it's really tough stuff, but he is just kind of like, you know, along for the ride for most of the, like, even though the book is called Oliver twist, the musical is called Oliver. He's just a character that you follow. He, he's really living in everybody else's world. Yeah. It's like um, so, <laughs> Watson and Sherlock Holmes or something. Like he's, of, not, yeah. he's, not, he's not the character of interest per se right exactly so so when when it turns out that we, we we speculated last time where who stole that gold where did it go we didn't even mention oliver because it would never be oliver nobody would ever think it was him and so when he says isn't it scrumptious he says which it is it's exactly that it's scrumptious he says he sees it as a tribute to his time with Fagin and Dodger, his dark, glorious awakening. And Fagin threatens to blow him in, but Oliver brought some lovely memories from England. Memories of Jack being sentenced to 15 years for theft and sentenced to death for as an escaped convict. So Fagin's really in a bind now. He's got it all figured out. But now Oliver has this card that he can play at any time. And Fagin on his way out says, God rot you, Oliver Twist. I hope the devil chews your bones. So I, I, that's something I never expected to hear from Fagin either, because Fagin generally does care for the kids in his charge. Now he's, he's been put off of Oliver Twist, but now it really comes out to how, just how put off he is. I just thought this was so cool. Never saw this coming at all. I don't know Oliver Twist that well. I know you don't. Other than he's wet lettuce, and he would like <laughs> more. But now, now the tables have turned. <laughs> exactly. So, so I, I think uh, this is a, a big part of the reason that I love this episode so much is that they did to Oliver's character, Oliver's character, something I never expected them to do, but something that I can totally buy. That's pretty cool. That is All right. Are you ready for quote number two? I'm ready. I think you'll get this one, actually. Some consider me innately cruel. Well, huh. Um, 
Gaines just pops right into mind with a quote like that. Um, maybe the professor, but would Lady Jane say that? Governor definitely wouldn't. Say it one more time. Some consider me innately cruel. Is this? Is this? Are, are you tricking me into saying Gaines? Is this? Is this a trick? I said I think you'd get those. Oh, this has got to be a trick. I don't know. I I, I want to say this is Gaines talking to him. Fagan early on in the episode about the gallows like hey trade me trade me the dodge and uh, you know I can get you a pardon you, you got it spot on okay the, he's got right. Fagan in the noose <laughs> and he starts lecturing him about how important the noose is you know, to, oh, to that a was, functioning yes, society that was a very cool <laughs> it was it's really See, cool okay. let's go Gates Yes, uh, some consider me innately innately cruel, but I see the noose as a necessary part of justice. You're wrong. I don't know. There's a lot of injustice going on, though, anyway. I I know. How effective is the noose? Would there be more injustice? I don't know. Anyway, Gaines cuts fake in a deal, a full pardon in exchange for Jack red-handed at the gallows at six of the clock. And Fagan agrees because he's got to get him. He's got to get his neck out of that noose. That's just like, that's the most basic thing he can do right now. Just agree to whatever and deal with, deal with how he's going to handle it later. Because that's what Fagan is exactly what Fagan do. That's, that's a Fagan thing to do. This is the situation I'm in. Got to get out of this situation right now. I'll figure the rest out later. Faganism. Faganism. <laughs> yes. Faganism. I love it. Okay. You ready for quote number three? Right. You're, you're two for two. I don't, I don't feel like I'm two for two. <laughs> well, like you I, are. Stum- I feel like I've stumbled my way into two for two. Give me another yeah. one. All right, here you go. Some consider me as innately cruel. What? You just gave me that one. Nope, I didn't. I said some consider me innately cruel. What was the one you gave me now, before? Now I'm saying some consider me as innately cruel. But what was the second one you gave me? That. Some consider me as innate. Oh, no, the second quote after the Oliver quote? Yeah. Okay, you already correctly guessed some consider me innately cruel. Okay. But now I want to know who said some consider me as innately cruel. I have some really choice words for you that I will share with you (laughs) after this podcast. I'm pretty proud of this. This is pretty great. (laughs) I'm pretty proud of this. Say one, one more. I'm sorry, you keep reading. Say it one more time for me. Which one? The the one I want you to the guess. One, right the one. The one I need to know. Yeah. The the third Some one. consider me as innately cruel. Man, does the, does the governor say that? Does um Jack say that to Bell? No, I don't think Jack or Bell say that. Does her mom? Does Lady Jane say that? Governor Lady Jane? Does Fagan say it? That's kind of a Faganism to like repeat. Something someone else said. Or does Gaines say it again? That's ridiculous if Gaines says that again. I'm not even up. I'm going to go with... uh, No, because you actually already mentioned that that was your favorite scene. You you wouldn't have picked a scene. I I was going to say your favorite scene, but I really don't know. This is not clever in the slightest. This is this is annoying, and I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with when the governor sees Roddy, governor says it. No, I'm sorry. Some consider me as innately cruel for giving you this quote, but this is your favorite scene. Fagan says it to Gaines. Oh, he does say. 
<laughs> you're wrong. Oh, he, he throws it right back in his face. Some yeah. consider me as yeah, a you're cruel, right. You're but right. I simply see this as a necessary part of justice. Yes. yes. <laughs> if you said the necessary part of justice, I would have gotten that, I think. <laughs> I just because I've written down Fagan feels this is a necessary part of justice. So I had originally, um, I had originally just, I was going to give you the, the, the quote, some consider me innately cruel. Uh, and I was going to hold you to saying both scenes that it's in. But I went back and checked, and it's different in both scenes. Just slightly, just that one word, as, is in the, the scene and not in the first scene. You can't give me slightly one word off quotes. Why not? What if I had said the other way around? This is ridiculous. Would have been really sad. You, you, you make but, a mockery of this game. No, either, either, <laughs> either way, you would have gotten I'm one offended. of them right. Because if, if, if you knew, if you really knew that Gaines and Fagan both said it, and you got it wrong for the first one, you would have got it right for the second one. Mm, you just happened to get it right for the first one. And you didn't realize that it was said twice. I don't feel any guilt about this. This is that's mm. like a. That's the like seminal gains. moment of the episode. You know what happens to Gaines? I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's on record for yeah, all to hear. That's right. Yeah, you know what? That's fair. <laughs> we'll, we'll... <laughs> Good. Okay. All right. So since you got that one wrong, I, I'll give you a choice here. I, cause I, I actually have five quotes, but but the, the, the fourth quote and the fifth quote are both from the same scene. So I'm only going to give you one of them. Okay. But I give you the easy one or the hard one. Give me the hard one. Really? Good for you. Good for you, Kurt. All right. I'm not giving you any like bonus or anything just because it's the hard one. Ah, well, other people will give me a bonus. Okay. Oh, no, this is not even hard. You're fine. Here you go. Ready? Wait, no, wait. No, 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 no. You can't call this the hard one. I pick it and go, not even well, it's hard. A, not it's, even definitely, hard. it's definitely harder. You can't, undersell, you can't undersell it after you've just done that. You're oh, doing me dirty. Hard. It's definitely harder than the other one. Okay. <laughs> I feel I feel hard. like you're underselling me now. Okay, you ready? Yes, I'm ready. That's hurtful. I did that for you. Uh um, that's hurtful. I did that for you. Huh. Um uh okay. I really I I'll say um have the easy one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you the easy one for half a point. All right. Well, okay. Or you can have this one for a full point. I mean, I'll I'll take the half a point. I mean, I'll, I'll tell right right before I end. I'm I I'm leaning towards Lady, uh, Lady Jane, but that's just like a. I don't actually have okay. a good reasoning for that. All right. So you're punting half a point. You're uh-huh. maxing out half a point here by me giving you the easy quote. Ready? Okay. I see untapped potential. <laughs> Very easy quote. Come on, give it to me. It's the final scene. Yes, it's the final <laughs> line. <laughs> yes, this is the final yeah, I'm scene. Glad, I'm glad I punted it for the easy. <laughs> so, you, so you get two and a half out of four. So, really, right, out yeah, of so, three. Those two are the same line. So, I really got two no, and a half out of three. no, no, no. They're not the same. I well, I would have. Ta- well, I would have taken out off points. I wouldn't have given you full credit for that if I. I, I would have made you come up with both if they were the same line. And I wouldn't have given you full credit if you couldn't. You're cruel, cruel man. <laughs> you you did that to me first, by the way. When? I don't remember. Exactly. It didn't happen. Uh. So <laughs> unless you, listener, remember that happening, let us know. Shelperspodcast at gmail.com. But I don't think that's ever uh, happened. It definitely has. I want to say it's in a murder at the end of the world. 
Nah. Anyway. <laughs> okay. All right. So Jack's okay. thrown into a cell with Fagin. And Fagin says, I told you to leg it. It's the one noble thing I've ever done. I, I he says leg it. I, I like to say hobbit because yeah, that's the white that's the white the white man thing to say. He's a cool <laughs> cat. <laughs> yes, listen watch bodies, listen to our coverage of bodies. He's also a right. criminal. <laughs> Man, I, I read the graphic novel since having finished watching the, the miniseries, the Netflix series, and boy, is he a criminal in, in the graphic novel. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we didn't even get the half of it in the, in the miniseries. Anyway, uh, the whole murder part of the plan didn't work out, though. Uh, and this is where Fagan says, that's hurtful. I did that for you. So... I, I was hoping, I was assuming that you would remember just from last week that I told you that Fagan always says hurtful. You're right. <laughs> so, anyway, um, he says, but he says, I did that for you. And Fagan has his pardon and his gold. So he's off the, he's going to be off the hook eventually. He's in the cell right now, but he's going to be off the hook. And as long as Dodge doesn't get hanged, he can be his convict servant because I see untapped potential. Uh, yet another callback to early season. Uh, it's episode one when Fagan first shows up in town and Dodger takes him in as his convict servant and Gaines questions it. He says, I see untapped potential. Gaines says very untapped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So there, there you have it. There's who said it. And I think it's time to finish recapping this episode. All right, we already talked about Gaines and Fagan at the gallows. But meanwhile, while Fagan's at the gallows, Dodger is in bed with Belle, and she has an aortic aneurysm. She wants to know love fully, and so... She does. You know, part of me was wondering if this would cause, like, I, I don't know, an aortic aneurysm mm -hmm. at all. Do you? Are you familiar no. with? Okay. No, not at all. So I, I was like, like, is this going to cause her to potentially die? <laughs> right. So I have like, seen a series a, where, sure. where, somebody, where somebody had a heart condition, and that is how they died. Oh, jeez. So uh, <laughs> really great series, too. Oh, my goodness. It's like fantastic season of television. Um, but now that I've given away yeah, yeah, you can't, the yeah, ending, you can't I'm not going to say what it was. So anyway, all right. So uh, anyway, she he does tell her that she is loved fully before they get down and dirty, right? So mm -hmm. I I think it's important to note there that he, I don't think he was trying to take advantage of the situation. He does say you are loved fully. Know you are loved, Bell. Know yeah, you are loved, Kyle. More bodies, folks. More bodies. The not in the series, yeah not, yeah, not not like not like we're killing people or something. No, exactly. <laughs> All right, so Gaines cuts Fagin his deal. Now Bell wants Jack to operate on her. He implores her not to ask this of him, but she calls back to I think it was episode two, and she said, "It's that's not good enough. It's not good enough for you to just hold my hand and see me into the next life because that's what he was told to do." Remember, he was told on the mm -hmm. ship by his superior, there's nothing you can do now. Just hold his hand and see him to the next life. And then she and told she, her to do that as well. Exactly. He told her to do that with uh, what was his name? Uh, Tinkler, the, the law lawyer mm. with the hernia <laughs> from lifting rocks <laughs> to prove his masculinity. <laughs> anyway, 
Lady Jane lays down the law because she walks in on them. And she lays down the law uh, to Jack, leave town by the end of the week. He tells her that she's dying and wants him to operate. He says, I don't know what to do. She tells him exactly what to do. Leave town, say <laughs> nothing. Those are your instructions. You're not doing anything. She's not dying. 11 doctors in England said she's not dying. Dr. Sneed says she's not dying. She's not dying. She's fine. Go away. This is a running thing. Um, not just like TV series, but like I guess parents not willing to accept a terrible reality for their child, right? Or just something they just don't want to accept, so they just don't accept it. Uh, I I guess, but I think it's usually more about a shortcoming in their kid, not uh, an ailment. Like I I think That's true. I think you know if, if why well, she probably a, she probably sees it as a shortcoming. Oh, maybe That's right. Like this, like this makes my daughter weaker. She doesn't have this. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I, I know that you know. Speaking as a parent, if I by the oh, way. thank you very much, thank you. So I, if 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 there was even a chance that my kid had an aortic aneurysm i'd be all over that <laughs> like well, I, you also I would... you also live in the 21st century medicine true and this is this is the problem because she knows that if he does try surgery that's likely a death sentence mm -hmm. yeah like so but she doesn't want to believe it so if she has it she's dead either way if she doesn't have it though she can survive if she doesn't have surgery so i could totally see lady jane's point here i think Lady You're Jane right. is uh, a very draconian in this episode. However, very sympathetic as well. Mm -hmm. I can sympathize with, with what she's going through. Anyway, Governor Eddie goes, and goes to see Roddy. He lost the gold and he plans to return to England and resign. But she tries to talk him out of it. So she's trying to talk him out of going back to England to resign. Um, and this is important because... She and I didn't make this connection at all until she sent little Charlie to go collect the governor because she has something that belongs to him. I didn't make this connection at all. I didn't either. I didn't either until the very end. Yeah, where yeah, where Charlie. She, she probably knows about this heist and the, the heist was going down. But if she doesn't, she's certainly keeping her ear to the ground, trying to figure it out because now she's got some skin in the game here. Mm -hmm. It's so, a very touching scene here. It is. And paying attention to Roddy for the rest of the episode is really interesting because she has this affection for the governor. I think I think it's legitimate after seeing this episode because mm -hmm. she could have you know just gotten paid off and the governor could have gone away. But I think she actually has affection for him because she spends the whole episode, if you watch carefully, trying to figure out where the gold is and how to get it back to him. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. All right. Lady Jane won't let Belle hurt herself for that man. And Belle throws it right back in her face. Then you'll get me killed. So, I mean, Belle is convinced that she is dead if she doesn't have surgery and she might live if she does. But Lady Jane is convinced of the opposite. She's, she's dead if she does have surgery and she might live if she doesn't. That's a tough position. That's impossible. That's an impossible position for both of these people. And I really like that because th this whole episode was about people being put in it's seemingly impossible positions. Yeah. yeah. So Jack can't see uh, how to save her. This is my favorite scene. So we'll skip over this. Lady Jane and Oliver are pissed about the missing gold, especially Jane. She convinces Oliver <laughs> to take the blame. <laughs> 
well, obviously he'll go back to being the bank man that you are. You'll go back and, and, and take the blame for this, right? Well, I don't know about that, <laughs> but no, no, he offered. He's doing it. But she gets no support from the governor on the Bell illness front. And that really upset her. You are deeply unhelpful. Does but, not like that answer. <laughs> no, not at all. Sneed calls Bell's condition an ulcer. And the governor gets very emotional here. He's, I, I couldn't bear losing you. And he starts to cry on her shoulder. This is, I mean, like I said, the, the governor in this episode, this is the governor's best episode. It's Lady Jane's best episode. It's probably Fagan and Jack and Bell's best episode. Could be Sneed's. It's, it's probably Sneed's best episode. It's, it's probably Oliver's best episode, although he's only in two. But this is, All this in is, Monks. Okay. Oh, too soon. <laughs> I don't think it's Gaines best episode. I think his best episode was uh, was it three or four where he was going to confession 14 hours after his last confession or whatever. Anyway, uh, Jane worries about Belle taking matters into her own hands. And so she locks her into her room. Jack goes after Sneed and his incompetence, but the professor breaks it up and tries to tell Jack a story, but Jack presses him off. Now, Roddy confirms with Fagan that he hasn't got the gold. So this is, this is the scene I'm talking about. Like, you really haven't got it. And, and Fagan says, oh, no offense, madam, but if I had it, do you really think I'd be here? All right. And so she's putting her ear to the ground trying to find this gold. Red comes in. Yeah, she is. Red comes in and thinks that Jack, Jack is the one who stole it. That he fleeced them because he needs money to impress Belle's family. But Fagan's more suspicious of Red. She's swooped in and stolen from his heists multiple times now. But Roddy educates them both that it must be someone who knows the port, the ins and outs of the port. Now, she's not going to go after Darius herself, but she would love it if they did for multiple reasons. First of all, she hates Darius. But second of all, she really wants to get that gold back for the governor. So, I can see why she really hates the... Uh... <laughs> Darius? Darius, yeah. You think? Yeah. She's an all right reason too, I suppose. So Fagan spies on Darius with and he sees that he is with Oliver Twist. And that's when he confronts Oliver. We've already talked about this scene. So we'll skip ahead. Fagan and a pootie get what they need from Darius, which is a hand and how they're going to get the gold out of the country. Now he does Darius does plead to a pootie here. I was a good employer, wasn't I? That which is I another callback. It's very easy to forget that a pootie used to work for Darius, but he did. And so a pootie says, Not really. <laughs> so he's all too happy to take both hands when given the choice between taking one hand or both. But anyway, Darius did tell them that Oliver is switching boats and he's and that Darius himself is not to inspect Lady Fanny's luggage. Jack overhears the professor talking about Sir Ashley Cooper, who attempted the aortic aneurysm surgery. The challenge, apparently, is to tie the ligation tight enough to stop the aneurysm, but loose enough to allow blood flow to the body. But, of course, that patient died. Prof passes out. There's not <laughs> a lot of comedy in this episode. There's not, but this is pretty funny. <laughs> Jack sure revives him. He says, good God! And he's like, oh. Holy mother of God. It's just like his eyes are wide open. He's like, what did you just give me? It's quite Moorish. <laughs> so, anyway, 
Prof is always great. Hetty finds his notes, but they're not very helpful. They're pate stained and in Latin, and so forget about it. But Hetty asks Jack how he'll feel if he doesn't try. And that it's just not fair. It's not fair that he has to make this choice. And Hetty, this is Hetty's best episode too, because mm-hmm. we you know what? They showed us Hetty and Jack sleeping together one time. They did. Right? Mm-hmm. That's all we ever saw of it. But you can see the pain in Hetty's eyes as she's talking to Jack about this person that Jack loves because you can tell that she's talking about him, not Belle and Jack. And it's a beautiful. They do this multiple times in this episode. It's it's beautiful. Hetty says, "You've now you haven't you've you haven't really loved anyone, have you? You peel the skin off your heart, and it always hurts, no matter what you do." And she's talking about herself and what she's done to try to to get Jack to love her because I think she loves him. Yeah, I agree. I, th- I think that is what they're going for. Especially the way the camera lingers on her after he leaves the room mm-hmm. and she's clearly shaken and, by it. Yeah. yeah. Belle lets Fanny in emotionally and Fanny believes her. She's the most brilliant per- she, person she knows after all. So Belle needs her help. What she does is she Fanny distracts the guard while Belle sneaks out the balcony. Don't get your hands off yeah, me. I'm <laughs> affianced. <laughs> I think she goes from collapsing to get, your, get, get away from me. I've never heard that word before. I'm affianced. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Anyway, Fagin convinces Father Crookie that his cough is probably sick coccyx curse he needs to take a pilgrimage he's just like chomping on communion wafers and like looking around looking for cloaks oh you got any more of these like i i really i this is another callback to an earlier episode that i thought they had just yeah. you know so forgotten true. about it's, it's, it's for, oh, more than Three. two this is it's, uh, so many it's 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 like it's so it's Roddy and the governor oh how it's, many different okay i see what you mean i thought oh, yeah, for, yeah. like oh, for episode him going three. for the oh. priest Episode two, yes. Yeah, yeah. episode two. Yeah. Is that what you meant? Which yeah, episode? Yes, yes, yes. Gotcha. Yes. So, okay. So, yeah. It's um. But anyway, Bell finds Jack trying the surgery on a cadaver, and he tells her, "If you think it can be done, and it's what you want, then I will try." And I think that's kind of the the point that Jack has had to. This is what this is the realization Jack had to make that if it's what she wants, then he has to try it. So he he's he can, willing to. He they, can in a way conscious pilot this. He could. He's like, is it awesome? I not my call here, but you want it, mm-hmm. so be it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, uh, yes. I, I no think... figurative blood on my hands. There will be literal <laughs> blood, but the figurative blood out <laughs> here. I mean, I don't think he's trying to absolve. I know, I know. I think he's just trying. I don't think that's his thought process for anything. He's he's just trying to. He's just trying to make a decision. Like, should I do it or should I not do it? Yeah. And he realizes this is not really my decision. This is hers. So, uh, which is great. I mean, to a certain extent, people would not like surgeons if they all did that. Exactly. Yes. (laughs) But I do think that uh, I, I don't know how much I agree with it that that it's not. I do think he should have some say in this, but uh, I, I recognize that it is her, if, her life and her body, but he is going to be the one who has to live with it afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, if he's so torn, like I don't want to be the one that kills her or I, 
I also don't want her to mm-hmm. die because I didn't try. Yeah. He, he's really internally torn about it. Mm-hmm. I think a good, you know, way to break that stalemate in his head is she wants me to do it, right? She yes. she she knows this risk too. She's fully understanding of it, and she wants me to do it. So, I think th- I think that's exactly. And that would probably eat him here. away more than mm-hmm. trying and failing. Yeah, I think you're right, and I think that's exactly what happens here. Which is, I mean, it's it's good stuff. Anyway, she. They have some major obstacles to overcome. How to get the hook behind the uh, intestines and the spinal cord without ripping anything or breaking anything. Then how to tie it without seeing. And then you got the how to tie it tight enough, but not too tight. Lots of obstacles to overcome. She's more confident and clearly more skilled than he is, or at least has a, a steadier hand in the moment because I think he's very nervous. But they ultimately cannot get it to work, and Belle shrinks in despair, Jack in sympathy. And it's a really soul-crushing moment when they have just both decided this can't be done. Oliver stores his memories with the gold, and Belle returns home. Lady Jane assures Belle that her cruelty is care, not cruelty at all. Now Oliver and Fanny set off by carriage, and Fagin initiates the pilgrimage to halt them. And while they're stalled, Fagin's crew swaps chests, and he, Fagin, pockets the memories, and probably one of the gold bars as well. Jack gets ligation inspiration from a noose mm-hmm. and races to Belle. She has collapsed in her bedroom, so he carries her out to the hospital by commandeered carriage, And with a kiss and an I love you, he puts her under. He struggles mightily to make the first incision. You can see his hand just shaking. He can't steady it. But he finally does make the first incision. And as soon as he does, Gaines puts him at gunpoint. And Lady Jane tells Sneed to take over. But Sneed tells her Jack needs to do it. Let him cook. Let him cook, exactly. (laughs) And Lady Jane gives him an ultimatum. She dies, you die. The uh, something I, w- I want to quickly bring up is the idea <laughs> that Jack sees the noose, and that's his yeah. inspiration because Gaines' earlier statement to Jack, or sorry, yeah. Fagan, about the noose. Oh it, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. very fitting for the episode, it right? He talks really, about it. Really the, cool. the noose is salvation, uh, mm-hmm. and then and then he sees the noose and he thinks of that. So, absolutely. Then I, you know, I'm. I'm glad that they show us what happens internally because I was having trouble figuring out how that noose was going to work. Because <laughs> I was like, gonna, like how, how does this work? Is there an end to the aorta that he's going to go all the way down to the end and bring it up and then tighten the noose around the aorta? But that's not it at all. It's no, I just, just thought that... it, was, it was very like flexible knot well, that he can like, he can, he can but, bring it up, tie yeah. it, and then he can like tighten it just right is what I took it as. Well, but he would have to get the aorta through the loose the the noose through the no, loop but it, i I, oh, yeah. I think all it was was he used the noose on the end of the hook so that he could catch the ligation yeah, and bring yeah. it back up uh-huh. um and then he could tie it normally but yeah right i think yeah, that's all that's it was but <laughs> yeah but anyway hey so oliver rages over the loss of the chest once he finds that it's gone Fagin entrusts the gold to Roddy's care while he and Red tend to other matters. And Roddy sends Charlie to the governor. I've got something that belongs to him. I love that they tied up that. that I think that's really cool that Roddy was just yeah, especially doing her own. 
we don't see it at all henceforth, but presumably no. all works out for the governor. Right. I mean, that, that that's, I mean, he lost some gold, but not he much. He lost a gold. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. Jack successfully completes the surgery, but before he can revive her or even see if she's breathing, Gaines drags him away, screaming, is she breathing? This is an emotional freaking scene between what's actually happening and the music that's going along with it. It is, I mean, gut-wrenching. I, I, was, I was in tears at this point. Jane asks Sneed if she will live, and he doesn't know but you just sent the best surgeon I've ever seen to his death. Whew. That's that's a that lot. Is, yeah, that, that might be the line of the episode to me. Oh. Like, oh, <laughs> I know. Yeah. All right, then we get your favorite scene, so we'll skip ahead here. Jane prays over Belle, and Jack bursts on the scene just as she wakes up. And then finally, we get the cell untapped potential, and that's the end of the episode. Look at that. Oh, what solid, a masterpiece solid of an nine. episode. So, solid so, nine. Un, so unreasonable. What a masterpiece solid of an episode. Nine. There's so much maybe, good here. Maybe, maybe I'll re-increase it. I'm going to see where I'm going to put the uh, the blame. Right now, temporarily, the blame lies on this episode. I'll reevaluate. You'll see in the recap where I, where I end up putting it. But I'm not going to put it Speaking of the recap, folks, Darful Dodger may be done. But we are not done covering the Artful, Do- Artful Dodger. We have next week our recap episode where we will go through and rank our favorite episodes from bottom to top. We'll talk about our favorite titles and least favorite titles. We'll talk about maybe some of the deaths in this season. I'll we'll have to reevaluate that, whether we want to do that or not. But uh, we'll certainly talk about our favorite moments, moments that stick with us. Uh, and also, our character superlatives, which are probably going to be tricky for this series of television. So we'll have to see how it goes, but that'll be next week for the rest of this week. We have to check the time. Ooh. And it's TV time. One more time. Ain't no time. Look at TV time. I'm, I'm very not confident in who you picked, but I, I will say that I think that the viewers of TV time gave this a five. The users of TV yeah, time. I think other people of TV time gave it a five. All right. And they did 94%. Wow. Wow. That's, that's, a, people, that's a big one. I, I really enjoy they, they really enjoyed the finale. They must have also for not cared about monks. monks. <laughs> I listen, you're the one that ruined it for me. I just want that to be noted. If I, yeah, I, know, I know. never, we didn't do this podcast. I've been walking around with the 10 right now. <laughs> Oh man, that's that's a shame. Well, you wouldn't have even been watching this series if we didn't do this that's podcast. True, yeah. <laughs> All right, how about those characters though? Favorite character? Ah, uh, I guess. Man, I would love it if you finally gave Fagin the shout here, but I don't think you did. I think you probably gave it to Jack, and so did the people. People say Jack, you say Fagin. I definitely say Fagin. Are you kidding me? Okay. Oh my say? God. The people said Jack, 89%. Mr. Sal? I'm part of the fan club, Fagan. Oh, <laughs> thank goodness, finally. It has happened. Kurt's on board, man. I'm, 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 I'm part of the fan club. It's a good time to join it. And I guess I retire part of the, the fan club. <laughs> yes, yes. He only gets 4% of the vote, by the way. <laughs> 
on TV time. Third place behind Bell and second place. No, I, th- I thought Bacon stuff was very compelling. I mean, it's, like, <gasps> it, it's just really interesting throughout the dilemma he's mm-hmm. in, the decisions he makes, how I react yeah. to them. Yeah. Good. So good. Oh, I agree. Oh, man. What a series. Folks, thank you so much for taking this journey into Port Victory with us. We've, we've had a great time. Uh, like I said, we'll be back next week for one more visit. Uh, and we'll rank all our episodes and do all that other good stuff that we do in our recap episodes. If you have never heard a Showhopper's recap episode, you really should tune into that. I think it's, it's a good time. We, Kurt and I both have a very good time with those recap episodes. It, yes. And, and you'll hear about yeah. the next series we're doing. Correct. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll hold off on talking about that right now because we really want you to listen to that recap episode and you can find out right there what series we're going to start covering right after Dodgers done. You can also check out our back catalog. We've already mentioned a few series that we've covered. We've mentioned uh, Ozark. We've mentioned Better Call Saul. Uh, we mentioned Dexter New Blood. What else? Uh, we've mentioned a murder at the end of the world and bodies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've so we've covered lots of stuff. Check it all out. We did not mention only murders in the building, but now we, we just did. See that? So we mentioned only murders in the building. That's how that works. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Self-referential. So, yeah, lots of stuff to check out. Please do so. Uh, Tell folks about us. We've got all that great coverage. Look, talk to somebody that you know who watches TV, which is pretty much everyone you know. I bet there's something on our list that they like. Probably. Tell Tell them about us, right? Give us those five star ratings and reviews. We really do appreciate that. Uh, and uh, subscribe, link, uh, download, follow, whatever you need to do. If you want to get a hold of us, showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we are, you know, as, as you listen to this, obviously done covering Artful Dodger other than the recap. But by the time you hear this, we will have already recorded the recap. So you will not be able to uh, get any new information in about Dodger. But, you know, talk to us about our other series. Tell us how you found us. We'd love to know. Anything you'd like to add before we sign off here, Kurt? I mean, I'm, I'm interested in the character superlatives for next week and uh, how I'm going to rank these episodes, especially with this whole monk issue. We'll forget about monks. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. All right, folks, that's it for us. You, uh, we, as we leave you, though, just realize, please, you are loved fully. Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.